Hello and welcome to episode 158 of the Truly Daybox Show. This is a bi-weekly podcast where the two of us come together every two weeks to talk about K-pop and whatever's current in the K-pop industry. Um, this week, we only have one album review, but uh, fear not because we do have a couple of uh, topics uh, as far as like news and K-pop recently uh, to fairly big events, so that'll be interesting to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, as always, I'm joined by Nate. So drippy, so drippy, so drippy. See you nodding, and you know it's so drippy. No. Whoever wrote that, for wavy. Why? Why? <laughs> it's so bad. And it just repeats so much. God. Good album, though. Uh, anyway. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm Jacob. Hashtag no blown up. And yes, I guess with that, uh, let's get into our traditional first topic, which you can do is... do all the intro spiel. What? Like Discord what? and stuff and... Eh, okay. Like, can, comment, you can subscribe. Join, you can join Discord if you want, you know. Re- listen, let me review. Just kidding. Uh, yeah, um, <laughs> uh, join Discord. Um, basically, uh... That's mostly where our community kind of like interacts and uh, hangs out and stuff like that. We're on all day uh, for the most part. Um, there's a lot of active people, a lot of fun. Uh, we talk about K-pop, non-K-pop, gaming, etc. So it's a fun time. Yep. Join the Discord. Um, what was the other thing? Uh, I just have the, the standard like comment, subscribe, leave an uh, yes. iTunes review. Yes, of course. All the garbage YouTuber shill. Yeah, you, you guys get it. Does. You guys get it. You guys know it helps. I'm just going to move on since I already forgot it anyway. So, <laughs> yep. Um, okay. So, yeah. Uh, with that, now we can get into our like uh, recurring first topic, which is like basically uh, what have you been listening to lately? Want me to go first? Yep. Um, still listening to stuff we reviewed the past few weeks. Um, Dreamcatcher, Chunga, ONF now, which is what we are reviewing this week. Um, and the new releases, uh, checking those out. But then I also made a playlist of like girl groups from like IOI onward that just like stuff I felt like listening to and then threw it on shuffle when I was driving the other day. Nice. Um, and then, so I got some fun stuff in there, like Pop, Rest in Peace, P-O-P, one rip. amazing mini album, and then they died, um, and Weekly, and I threw Brave Girls in there, um, just the usual, just IOI branches and other recent girl groups that I've been listening to a lot. Nice. Yeah, I've been listening to uh, Brave Girls recently as well, just because... Uh... You know, the recent news, which we'll get into, but I'm sure it's in the title of the video or the podcast title. Um, right. Yeah, Brave Girls, their single recently blew up Rolling, and I, that's one of my favorite songs from uh, 2017. I listened to it a lot in 2018. Um, so it reminded me of that song, which I loved a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. So I've been listening to the Rolling EP and the High Heels EP a decent amount. Um, and then their single from last year, We Ride. Uh that's mostly it as far as k-pop goes this the past couple weeks um i've actually mostly been listening to non-k-pop the past few couple weeks um other than what we're reviewing today which is onf's new album um so i decided recently that i wanted to like kind of fill in more uh of my like musical background because like most of what I know is like on a like a more deep level is rock and pop music. So I figured I mm-hmm. wanted to go back and check out some blues, R and B and uh hip hop stuff. So I've been going through and like kind of checking out like essential albums and that and those genres as well as like uh just artists that I figured I'd like. So um yeah, I was checking out uh some Tyler the Creator, uh Joey Badass, um Tribe Called Quest. Uh, Kendrick Lamar, as far as the hip hop stuff goes, um, blues. I've been listening to Albert King. He's pretty cool. Um, Born Under a Bad Sign is an album that I really liked, and then his live album with Steve Ray Vaughan is pretty cool. And then also some uh, 
R&B recommendations I got from some people on Discord. So, yeah, that's been fun. So, Yeah, if you ever want to do that with uh, European power and symphonic metal, let me know. Sure. And progressive metal. (laughs) Yeah. uh, So, yeah, that's another thing that uh, Discord is fun for is, like, not just K-pop, but there's people from, like, who have all different backgrounds and listen to all different types of music. So, if you're interested... In general, if you're a music fan, it's a good place to be. So definitely join the Discord. Um, so yeah, I guess with that, we can. Uh, speaking of O and F earlier, we can kind of uh, get into our first jump topic. in. Yep, jump right in uh, for our <clears throat> review of O and F's new album, My Name. Yep. Um, so yeah, we'll be reviewing O and F's new album, O and F, My Name. I think. So they've never put that in front of any of their mini albums, so maybe they'll just do that for their full albums. It'll be like a series. I don't know. I'm not really sure. Um, But yeah, because it was kind of interesting that they had the group name as part of the album name. Yeah. Um, But yeah, we'll jump right in and they start off right away with their single, uh, Beautiful Beautiful. And I think it starts out so strong. It's like such a good catchy hook. And with, like, the acapella and the punchy brass, like, synths, it just, Mm. like, really catches your attention right away. Um, And it, like, a lot of stuff in this album stood out to me, which is why I wanted to review it. And this was definitely one of them, like, the hook in this song. Um, And then it just transitions right into that, like, upbeat, funky pop song, like, the right vocals that a lot of the songs in this album are um, similar to. Um but I, there's just some like great core like harmonies and leading up to the chorus before they go back into that hook. Um, and they add guitar later on, leading into the bridge, and then they have like this acapella bridge, which was like fantastic. I think just everything about the song is really like energetic and catchy, um, and it stood out to me like a lot of like there were there was a lot of things that stood out to me in this album that made me want to review it and this was definitely one of them like the hook of this single is so good yeah uh i thought this was a really fun track to start the the album off with and i think it was definitely the right choice as far as like a single selection goes um yeah i think uh the synths are really nice and and summery which is kind of interesting to get in the middle of the winter yeah um because i think this is totally a summer song but i definitely won't complain about that especially with uh the past couple days we had uh as you call it earlier today fake spring yeah where with really nice weather it was like 65 degrees today so it didn't it didn't feel (laughs) out of place because the weather today coincidentally was actually really good so yeah. yeah. Um, and then it'll snow in a week, and yeah. that's why I said don't don't be fooled. Yep. And then I'm gonna be sad again because I yep. absolutely hate snow. Anyway, um, yeah. So uh, other comments I have is I th- I thought the guitar that's kind of mixed in there is pretty fun as well. Um, yep. Yeah. O- overall, I I think it's a strong uh, strong track to leave leave off with, and yeah, it's a lot of fun. So. Yep. And it leads well into the next song, which is my name is. Um, and this is another like fun upbeat song. Yeah, I, actually, I really uh, like this. It's actually a cover of the Eminem song. <laughs> I was wondering where where you were going with that. I was like, I don't know of any other K-pop songs named My Name Is, but yes. So yeah, the song it just has like a really nice simple intro um, with like the bouncing acoustic guitar and the bright vocals. I, I think the song is just fun. Like it's dumb but it's fun mm. also the when Wyatt introduces himself is hilarious to me um where he just goes hello this is Wyatt <laughs> and just like his super deep voice um but I I think his rapping's actually like a great switch up like he's really recognizable obviously because his voice is so deep compared to the rest of the members yeah um but I think it's like a good switch up for the songs, and also at one point they layer his vocal, like his rapping, which just sounds crazy because of how deep his voice is. Mm. Um, but then yeah, it drops into that glitchy "My Name Is" part with like some really good harmonies and like tons of crazy, interesting sounds, including a real trumpet, which is something we'd never get in K-pop. Yeah. Um, I think like for me the song is simple. But it has like a lot of really interesting sounds that catch your ear, and I think it's just a fun song to follow up after "Beautiful, Beautiful." To to me, this sounds like a train song. <laughs> like the a verses totally sound like 
like you know like hey soul sister <laughs> like i don't know it gives me that vibe um yeah, i could see it so I, I i like the like the voice synth they use in the beginning like strumming section i think that's kind of interesting um yeah but yeah i get like from the like guitar strumming like verses i get like trained vibes and then randomly the chorus like comes in and it like totally clashes with the rest of the rest of the song in my opinion but okay. I, I think it's interesting but uh yeah like this isn't a negative review on the song i just think it's funny so yeah yeah it's pretty good pretty good uh next we have thermometer um which is the on team which is uh hyojin ishin and mk and this is kind of like the r&b song uh and yeah. the more like the vocal the vocal group um i think this is like this is something throughout the whole album but this song really shows us there's just some really good harmonies like onf just is really good at harmonies and there's a lot throughout all these songs um and some really good vocal runs in this song as well um i think it's it just helps show off their vocals more because it's slower and more vocal focused than the other ones which are just like fun and upbeat and poppy um like this song is like really light on the instrumentals it's mm. like almost all vocals um which i thought was nice yeah this was a this is a one of the tracks i enjoyed more um like i didn't have a ton of like uh notes on it just because it's you know kind of more of a standard yeah like r&b like mid-tempo ballad sort of thing um right. yeah i i liked that it was like a kind of piano synth led like ballad i thought the vocals were nice yeah this is a this is a decent track yep uh next we have secret triangle which is the other subunit uh, this is the off team version um so that's jas wyatt and you um and so this is like synthy pop that like i have some turns into hard song. rock <laughs> you don't like this song oh my god i love this song i i understand why you might not like it but i like I guess you go you go first. I'm curious to hear well, why. So I what, really like so I like the way they start out like with the like super high pitched like synth that they use. I thought that was super yeah. cool. And then like I'm I'm really like in- enjoying I'm a big fan of the instrumentals in like the first part of the song. And then mm-hmm. I just feel like like I don't want to go into my usual rant about these like unmelodic drop choruses, but it like just ruins the song for me. Like it takes me out you know like yeah i don't i don't know i just i feel like it's like my le- it's like my biggest pet peeve in pop music is when that happens oh, really? yeah it just feels yeah. like uh it like feels like they're pulling the rug from underneath me when i'm expecting like yeah you know I, yeah I, get, I definitely get it yeah i like i i just i don't like the job chorus it's I, it really takes me out of the song was otherwise i thought it had a ton of potential it's just that the hook doesn't so, deliver. So what did you think about it devolve like turning into a stray kid song at the end? Oh. And just going like really hard rock yeah, with okay. like so the that screaming I did, rap part. That I did think was really cool. Like again, yeah, like that's... it's a song that I would love if the chorus was not the way it was. If it didn't have the drop yeah. chorus. Okay, I I get that. Like cuz again, I've I've said before like drop choruses can work, but they got to be like like uh, like sonically stimulating to me like just the yeah boom, like doesn't really do much yeah for you me. don't whereas, like just like the deep synth yeah whereas like stuff something like uh like Dreamcatcher's uh what is it called four or something um i can't remember the, the one name. from the last album uh I'll, yeah. I'll look it up in a second um let me check uh anyway i I'm my like, computer's not keeping up with me oh here it goes okay i was gonna say i could check on my phone yeah um, um for memory for memory yeah like that was a job yeah. chorus that i thought was really cool and interesting um or like dream catcher like sleepwalking is another one but that's kind of just like the whole song like the yeah you know, that, that doesn't really have a drop yeah. it's just drum yeah and bass that's, the whole that's time. just but like something like that as a chorus i i think is effective yeah. so um yeah yeah, like it can be done well. It's just like I feel like the just the generic drop is kind of a cop out like I don't know. Yeah. Like people might disagree with me, but I feel like it's just the songwriters like being too like lazy to come up with like an actual hook, you know what I mean? Because like yeah. 
you can put that kind of thing in and a lot of people will like it anyway but i don't know right i just feel like more could have been done yeah i think i liked all the other parts enough that like that wasn't that big of a deal for me yeah um like you like you're saying it's just like a really funky pop song at the beginning with some like really great synths at the intro um and then yeah it just it does just drop into those like really deep synths um but like i think and that leads into why it's rap which i thought was good um and then the second time it happened, the second time it drops, it just turns into a Stray Kids song, like I was yeah. saying before, where that, it's just that like was a hard, cool. it was like a hard rock song with like the Stray Kids like yelling rap style. Um, also, another hilarious thing to me is Wyatt just screaming, we're screwed over and over again <laughs> at the end. Uh, it's just like so ridiculous. But yeah, I, I thought like, I think all the other parts of the song, I like I liked enough that the the drop being kind of generic wasn't as big of a deal for me. Yeah, for me, for me, it's not that I even hate it that much. It's more like just frustration because I feel like it would have been my favorite song on the album if not for that. Right. So. Yep. Yeah. Um. I would like to see something <laughs> similar to this, just with a more like satisfying hook, and that would be awesome. Yeah. Uh, leading into next is The Realist, um, and I think this is just a fantastic synth pop song. I think almost everyone in our Discord has been saying this is their favorite song off the album. Yeah, that's um, probably my second favorite. And it's just like, I just, it's got that driving beat with like the really open, spacey synths, um, and I, I really like the addition of like the high-pitched altered vocals. Um, like mix with those the instrumentals just sounds really good yeah the song kind of it, it, it's biggest uh, strength is the production on it i feel like for sure yeah definitely i it's weird for me because like it kind of almost clashes but it works to where the beat is like keeping you engaged and energized like it's it's pretty like driving yeah but then the vocals and synths are like really are like more calm Mm. like if that makes sense so it gives you this kind of weird feeling but then all that comes together in the chorus and the vocals kind of pick up to match the beat more yeah um so i i thought that was interesting and then also another great use of guitar there's a really good solo near the end of the song um yeah so yeah I, this is definitely one of my favorites yeah like again much like a lot of the tracks on this, I feel like, uh, like on this album, I like what they're doing from a production standpoint a lot. Um, mm -hmm. Like even on the previous track where we were just talking about like Secret Triangle, despite the like my criticisms of the chorus and stuff, like I really like the stuff they're doing with the synths and whatnot. Um, and this one in particular, I like how they use them to create a kind of a atmospheric type of vibe, yeah. and uh, which they like even more like accentuated by like putting a ton of reverb on the vocals. So right. yeah, I, I, I really like that. Um, like environment that they've sort of built in this song. Um, yeah, I can't, I can't really complain about this one at all. I really, really like this song. Yep. Uh, next we have on you, the interlude, which I thought was just going to be like a, an interlude, like an actual <laughs> interlude, but it's a full song. Um, I think this one was probably like it's. I don't want to say like I still liked it, but it was probably the least notice like notable for me. I, it's it's another like fun upbeat poppy song that like is similar to Beautiful Beautiful and My Name yeah, Is. I th I think this is kind of generic, but like I still like it a lot. Oddly enough, yeah, if that exactly. Makes sense. Like I couldn't really put down any things that I liked in particular about it, the but I did think it did what it does effectively. If that makes sense, right. The one thing, like, basically my one real note of thing that stood out to me was I really liked the falsetto parts in the chorus. Mm. Like, those, that was definitely one thing that stood out for me. Yeah. But yeah, I'm, I have the same feelings as you. Like, it, it's it's similar to the first two songs on the album, so, mm. it, like, it's not, no, like, there's nothing really crazy about it that yeah. stands out, but it's a good song. Yeah, it's good I, at what it does. Yeah, I don't really have many specific comments on it, but yeah, it's it's got a really nice upbeat feel. It's pretty catchy, and yeah, it's again just another like similar to beautiful, beautiful, like a good like summery and like warm weather type song. Yep. 
Yep. Uh, next, we have TripAdvisor. Um, and I actually really like the beginning of this song, having like an older hip hop vibe with like the piano and why it's rap. Yeah, this um, this was actually my favorite track, probably. The, yeah, this is up there for me. And it's interesting because it starts out with that rap and piano, but it leads into another like bright poppy song. But I think with this song, it stands out so much because of the piano and the brass sections. Like, it's just got this like really loud exciting like instrumental yeah. um and even like during the second rap verse there's a muted trumpet section which is like yeah something i don't think i've ever heard in k-pop ever like a muted brass instrument um so like there there's just so much going on with the song that makes it stand out yeah this um this song i like in particular because i feel like like a lot of the other like pop songs on this uh album like they ever ever so slightly like lack a, some energy like in the vocal section I feel like um like not in like okay. the ballads or whatever but it, it like it's slight enough where like I notice it but I don't really want to bring it up cuz it doesn't feel like it's that big a deal it's on yeah. other songs but this song is not like that is why I brought that up specifically I I felt like I felt like this actually was very like nice and energetic in the vocals and maybe it's in how they were produced. I don't know. But Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And on top of that, like you were talking about, the trumpets really add to that energy as well. It's just a lot of fun. Um, So yeah, I think, yeah, the instrumentals and vocals both deliver on this song. So it's really nice, like complete package wise for a pop song. I, I like this one a lot. Yeah. Uh, next we have feedback. Um, I think this continues. Good. No, no, I, for some reason I was thinking we already did that one, but I was like, Oh no, no. I was just Um, thinking about it. Yeah. I I think this is one that's interesting to me because it kind of continues a lot of the themes from the album, but in like a slower, more chill song. So like it has like the prominent piano and the electric guitar from like some of the other like poppy songs. Um, and then it also has like that similar, like atmospheric vibe that the realist has. Um, so it was, it was a nice thing that kind of like tied some of the themes of the album together and another like fantastic vocal track as well. Hmm. Uh, this is the only song in the album that I didn't really like very much. Um, other than, okay. other than like, uh, like secret triangle, the, but, yeah, but, secret, but secret triangle, I liked everything else about it other than the drop. It was yeah. just sour on that particular part of the song. Um, <laughs> It might just be because it like directly followed TripAdvisor that I feel like this because uh, I feel like yeah. it feels kind of dull in comparison. Um, like yeah, I could... the thing that the thought that comes to mind that I would like compare it to is kind of like those like those like mid tempo ballad songs that we get on some girl group albums that are kind of just there. If yeah. that makes it like they're not bad or offensive, it's just like yeah. You know, they're they're not the highlight. There's nothing of the album. special. Yeah, yeah. That's that's how I kind of feel about feedback. But yeah. Okay. Um, and moving on to a ballad that isn't like that, in my opinion, uh, yeah, we have I T I L U, um, which is I think I love you is what that stands for. And this ballad really stood out to me. I I think this song's fantastic. I, I think it's some of the best like male vocals I heard I've heard in a long time on a ballad. Hmm. Um, which is like like really high praise and i think part of it is this is like the exact kind of ballad i love where it builds with the piano slowly and they slowly add strings and then it kind of drops back a little bit and builds back up again and like this is just like the perfect kind of ballad for me and their vocals are actually like like good enough to serve a ballad like this so which is something we kind of don't get as much in K-pop nowadays, which we've talked about before, where it seems like groups are going more performance-based. Yeah, um, vocals. And so, like, vocals are kind of taking a backseat for a lot of groups. And this, so I think this stood out to me even more because of that. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I was totally fine with ending on this kind of, like, piano ballad. I think the somber, I I like the, the somber, like, piano notes they use for the beginning instrumental that kind of, uh, build up into fuller and richer chords as we right. like approach the chorus. Um, yeah, I think I think the like stripped back like piano and vocal approach that they took was the right choice for this because yep. like they end up highlighting the the group's vocals really well. Um, 
Yeah, the only criticism I'd probably give is that the the rap in the middle section was kind of abrupt, and I feel like it kind of broke yeah. up the song a bit. But um, overall, I thought this was a really good uh, ballad to you know end the album. Yeah, end I the album think, on. I think the reason I didn't have a big problem with the rap is the string part during it was really really good. Mm. Um, so like I think it kind of kept it holy like kept it with the rest of the song enough that it didn't bother me yeah um and then there is a english version of beautiful beautiful but we don't usually talk about those yeah because they're usually um, the same so it's the same song it's just with english lyrics and we don't usually yep. analyze lyrics or anything so yep so yeah that's it um i love this album i a ton of stuff stood out to me so that's why i was like hey jacob we should talk about this um so it's interesting to hear what jacob thought and yeah, I know people in our Discord have liked it. I know some people don't, um, but it seems like the m- most people have enjoyed most of the album. So yeah, like I, I don't think I was blown away by it, but I, I thought there were some really good songs on here. So I think it was a strong release from them for sure. Yep. Yep. So, yeah. All right. So I guess with that, uh, our next topic that we kind of wanted to bring up was. Uh, the this whole fiasco <laughs> yeah which was uh so what was it like last week it was about a week ago right? yeah a week or two ago yeah i was gonna say yeah about um, a week i'll yes. look it up for you yeah. so uh oh here's what it says on march 1st uh so i have a okay, so article up on march 1st uh week and a half ago the article says hundreds of k-pop releases but really it was like which is it, it was, was over thousands. Th- it was thousands it yeah. was like yeah ten ten thousand yeah like probably around like thousands of like albums from like tons of different artists that are all under uh basically the biggest that like like they're not considered big four or whatever but they have like all the miscellaneous k-pop like groups under them basically which is uh yeah Kakao m well they they distribute like almost all the albums. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 the big thing is that they are a distributor of of yeah, K-pop music. So uh Kakao M if you don't know them, you probably actually do because um they're the ones who own like One the K YouTube channel which like a lot of MVs get uh uploaded to or if you're old yep. school like us, they used to be uh Lowen. Lowen. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Lowen Entertainment. Which is what I use under. Yep. Um so yeah, because they they license like I'm gonna say like at least like a quarter of like all K-pop that gets released. Yeah, because there's like there's Kakao M and then there's also like Stone Music and then yeah, and then the big, the and then the big companies do their own. Yeah, publish their own. Um. Or yeah, Big Four, I guess now. Yeah, Big Four with Big Hit now. Never gonna yeah. get used to it. Yeah. Plus, um, I just call it the Big Three because YG he could that YG fell off the cliff for yeah, me. So yeah, um, yeah. So basically, because they are such a monolith, they have a lot of uh, hold over the Korean like streaming business. So uh, right. Kakao M owns uh, Melon, which so Melon is like the uh, main like streaming service that most people use in Korea. Um, right. So basically, they uh when spotify came in they basically came to an agreement that like in korea um this is my understanding at least some people can correct me if i'm wrong but my my understanding is that kakao m would not let spotify have the license to their music in korea and i think the way the reason that music didn't immediately get pulled off is because the license that they had with kakao m and other countries was still active and what happened here was that the license expired and then they didn't reach an agreement so all this music just got pulled off because they didn't because spotify wanted the rights to have to stream this music in korea kakao m said no so so they didn't renew a license in other countries either so once yeah, it expired so it kind of just disappeared i think from what i've heard so yeah that was like mostly correct so yeah basically like cacao worked with so spotify came to korea and it was like you can listen yeah. to western music here um and then you can put k-pop on here and we'll let western we'll let international like Spotify users, non-Korean Spotify users listen to K-pop through yeah. us because they don't have Melon, obviously. Yeah. So Kakao almost 
okay with that. The problem was that Koreans were using VPNs to listen to K-pop through Spotify uh, instead see. of using Melon. Yeah. So that like actually became like a really big source of K-pop listeners not using Melon or like Korean okay. listeners not using Melon was they were just using Spotify through a VPN so that they could listen to all their music okay, in one I place. Did, yeah, I did not know about so, that. So that's that's actually so like, some layers to this. That's what people are assuming is the reason Kakaom decided to just pull everything from everywhere um was well, because of that. Well, I don't I don't think they just like spontaneously pulled it. I think they just decided well, not to. Yeah. But yeah, that like the that's license. the reason why they didn't want to renew it. Yeah. Was because they were losing out on like sure they were getting international fans listens through Spotify, which I'm sure they probably get like very little money from. And they were losing out on all this actual money they could get from their own streaming service because yeah. Koreans were listening through VPNs. Yeah. Um Yeah, it's so yeah, it's interesting. Like I honestly like I wasn't sure if they were going to even come to an agreement. Um, but recently uh, the news came out that uh, they did finally reach an agreement and they've um, finally renewed it. So music is coming back on. I think it's already on by now, actually. By today. Yeah, it started this morning. So stuff's been popping up all day. Yeah. I think from what people on Discord were saying is most of it's back. That's good. Um, um, I think the main thing that struck me was like if, if it – if they never reached an agreement, like it would have been like a pretty big blow for the K-pop community. I feel like because so many people use Spotify, yeah, um, like all around the world. Like so, in America at least, we have the the two main ones that people use are Apple Music and Spotify. So, like when that happened, a few people in our Discord switched to Apple Music. But I feel like most people, some of them switched to YouTube Music, oh, yeah, YouTube which was music. a bad idea. Yeah. Yeah, there's YouTube Music as well, um, which like YouTube Music is always gonna have everything because there's just YouTube videos YouTube. you can use. Well, and um, and that's the thing is like they didn't pull like they could have pulled stuff from Apple Music too, but they didn't. Yeah. And the reason they would never do that and why I think it's kind of safe. Yeah. So we both use Apple Music, so we're a little biased. Yeah. Um, but I think like Apple Music safe, like you were saying with YouTube, because. If they pulled it from Apple Music, then they lose sales. They lose like actual album sales from the people that still buy music. Oh like, yeah, because you can't just right. pull it from like they would have to pull it from iTunes. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. like, That's... there might be ways to pull it from Apple Music only, but like I'm sure it's probably a pain, and I'm sure Apple probably doesn't like when people do that. Yeah. The... So like, the... I think that's part of the reason why the so. I'll I'll get to a different point on uh, why they wouldn't want to like uh pull th things like that from Apple later and that's more this is more of like a cons conspiracy theory I guess more than anything but we were t we d we uh mentioned this on Discord when we were talking about it when the news first came out but um the like imp the first thing I thought of like the implications for like pulling this amount of music from Spotify is that it almost would bring everybody back to like the old days before streaming was convenient where everybody would just pirate everything. Pirate. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yep. like uh, I, I feel like if, if you as a licensing company or a distribution company don't make your music in the age of streaming, easy to access, people are going yeah. to pirate your music. And that's yeah. that's the main thing that I feel like people need to realize. And I, I'm assuming they do realize, considered they finally did make a deal with Spotify. Um, yeah. Because, like, at, if you can't stream it, then the only options are to buy the CD or to, like, pirate it off the internet. So right. it's... And K-pop CDs are expensive as hell. Yeah. So. Well, so so basically, we'd be regressed back to like what J-pop has always been. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think. Yeah, and I think they obviously. I mean, obviously, they they reversed the decision, so they 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 understood like they yeah. made a mistake. But I think they probably didn't. They probably underestimated the amount of international listeners they were getting through through Spotify. Spotify. Like, Just Koreans I, don't use it, so they don't pay attention to it as much. 
Yeah, or like maybe they just assumed most of the people listening to K-pop on Spotify were Koreans using VPNs, uh, so they would get all that back through Melon, yeah. and just they really underestimated the reach that K-pop, or like the reach that K-pop has on Spotify specifically. Like, yeah. I'm sure they're not dumb, they know how big K-pop is getting internationally, but like, they might have not realized how many people use Spotify around the world yeah like maybe they Um, figured everybody used apple or something else or something yeah 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 yeah. and all this is obviously speculation we have no idea yeah the inner workings workings of of cacao (laughs) yeah yeah so so what i was saying uh the reason they probably wouldn't touch apple um because like this kind of resembles a little bit the 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 fortnite situation like oh yeah yeah that that so basically like Everybody knows Fortnite. Basically, what happened was uh, yeah, Epic we're Games, podcast. they didn't want... Yeah, we're a Fortnite podcast, of course. Um, uh, so basically, Epic Games, they didn't want to pay Apple's like 30% commission or whatever on microtransactions anymore. So what right. they did was instead of making you pay through Apple Pay in the mobile app for Fortnite, they made it so that you like pay on their website. And I guess that's that was against one of Apple's policies or something. Well, anyway, any rate, Apple didn't like that, so they just pulled their game off the App Store completely. And right, uh, I think they did the same thing on Android, and then Google also did the same thing. They just pulled it right off the App Store. Right, but the difference being, so yeah, the, the that's well, basically what happened. Well, yeah. So here's the thing: is like obviously Apple owns Apple Music, and I feel like this would be a similar case where a specific company like has always been on apple's service and they suddenly want to make everybody go to their service it's kind of a similar case i feel like so yeah if they suddenly just pulled all of their artists off of apple's platform and like k-pop's got a huge section on apple music as well so does spotify so i feel like uh this is a possibility. I'm not saying this would have happened or it did happen, but like if they suddenly pulled all of their music off of Apple's platform that they could risk being deplatformed from like their, yeah. you know, like, and, and maybe this wouldn't have happened, but I'm sure that's probably something that could have like crossed Kakao's mind. I, at least I'd imagine. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that, yeah, like it's definitely something they probably thought about her, but I think that's like a little too extreme. Of yeah, a, that's that's why like I was saying Fortnite, it's very conspiracy. It's a conspiracy theory, theory you know? thing, yeah, because the Fortnite thing is like way different because yeah. it's like it's way more complicated than 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 this. But yeah, yeah, but still, I feel it's like definitely possible, I feel like that's yeah. something that they would have considered. And like why they maybe wouldn't do that. Yeah, like especially since if, like if, I don't think a lot of people use Apple Music in Korea to begin with anyway. But no, I yeah, but yeah, if Melon or or Kakao Talk were taken off the Apple store, like Yeah, that or be whatever, like insane. that would be really, really bad for their business. Um I don't that'd think be, Apple would have done cr- that. But that'd actually be crazy if imagine Apple takes Kakao Talk off of the App Store. Like, yeah, what do Koreans I mean, do? They all—that's what they use to talk. They don't even use iMessage. They yeah, just use I mean, most of them. Probably. I mean, I don't know what Apple's adoption rate in Korea is. I'm sure it's not. Most of them are probably on Android, but yeah. Well, um, uh, when I was there, honestly, I, I felt mean, a like lot of I people saw, do use. Well, I know, iPhones. but what I was saying was, I almost felt like I saw more iPhones in Korea, which was surprising to me. Yeah, like I, guess, I don't know if the, I don't know I don't what know. the actual numbers are. That's just what I observed, like being on the train or whatever. Like maybe, yeah. Like I, I, I don't actually know. Like maybe having an iPhone is like a status symbol, and people like or oh, I was just probably yeah. And I was just seeing rich people or something. I have no idea. Yeah, but I, I saw a lot of. Honestly, actually, it was mostly young people would always have iPhones, I noticed. And then older people yeah. would usually use like an LG or a Samsung. But again, I can't speak for the entire comp, the entire, uh, you know, population because I just have anecdotal evidence. But right. Yeah, that, there is a sizable amount of people in Korea that use iPhones. So that'd be craziness. Yeah. So, yeah, it was like, I don't know, it seems like it's all back and coming back and. I don't know, everyone on Discord saying, like, all their playlists are filling back up and stuff because yep. 
apparently, luckily, Spotify saves all that stuff. So if music does get re-added, you don't have to remake all your playlists. Yep. Um, but yeah, that that was uh, pretty big news lately. I'm sure yeah. it affected most a lot of you guys that are listening. Um, yeah, the big the big thing is again like what we said like spotify is such a big presence in the west at least so like it would be such a huge blow to the international fandom if if this was permanent so right i'm glad they uh yeah i'm glad they finally uh reached an agreement so yep yep i guess uh kind of related to streaming um in other news we can just segue right in brave girls yep as I'm sure a yep. lot of you have already heard. Um, They're Brave, basically the new EXID. Yeah, basically they they uh, kind of replicated the um, like the viral like blowing up of EXID did. So like back in what was it like 2014? I want to say I think it was 2014. Yeah, something um, like that. 2015, 2014. Uh, I was in high school, is all I know. Uh, EXID oh release. Gosh. EXID, <laughs> yeah. This well, this is before we even met, so it's interesting. Yeah, yeah. I was in high school. They released uh, "Up and Down." EXID did, and nobody cared right. at all. <laughs> right. Like I listened to it. It was, when it was it first... "Up and Down" was 2014. Yeah. So, so like I, it was 2015 when it. Yeah. Yeah. I I listened to the song when it first came out, um, just because I already knew EXID because I I liked their song. Um, uh, I feel good. I was like, you were a fan of Bestie, Bestie XID. Yes. Oh, I, I, I don't know. That's, it's that iffy. was before. <laughs> yeah, it's iffy. But um, yeah, like just their like debut is kind of weird. I feel like like the who's that girl? Who's that girl? Yeah, yeah. I like it. Um, anyway, yeah, I I really liked uh, their songs uh, like every night, and uh, I feel good. So I saw that they released a new song up and down i liked it i would stream it anyway forgot about the song as well didn't really forget but you know what i mean like it became like old news yeah it was an old song or whatever yeah and then randomly i i remember seeing oh like i'm it's like uploading performances of up and down by exid it's like okay wasn't this months ago and i clicked on it it was like the date is literally like today so i was confused and uh as everybody probably knows now, it was all because uh, a particular fan cam of Hani uh, uh, from EXID performing Up and Down went viral. And then as a result, Up and Down went viral. And then EXID became successful ever since then. Yeah. Brave Girls. They, they re-promoted the song and yeah. then made, made more songs that sounded exactly like it. Yes. And then got popular enough where they could just make normal music yeah. for a few more years yeah, before. Sp- specifically, like, Ah Yeah and then Hot Pink are the ones that sound yeah, most, the, most Yeah, the two songs that came out that right after it, like, after it blew up, like, they're yep. very much, let's just do that again. Yep. I mean, I can't blame them, though, like... Yeah, I mean, it's like similar to what happened Yeah, if you're, like, a middling group beforehand, you kind of have to capitalize while you can because you don't know how long that success is going to last um, right yeah so like you said that kind of happened with momoland with like boom boom yeah or, Mo- uh, momoland was a little different because the, yeah. the song itself just blew up at when it yeah, came yeah, out exactly it, but they were like this middling group that like people didn't really know they did like yeah. they just put out some songs and then they put out boom boom and they blew up yep. and then they put out more boom booms after that that weren't as good yeah and <laughs> g friend is also another example of that but um, yeah. I feel like that happened like right when Megusas two came out as well. Yeah, it was like so. G Friends, Friends more similar to Momoland's case, um, right? So yeah. Anyways, now in twenty twenty one, Brave Girls, which is a group a that long like, dead group, yeah, that we <laughs> basically we we assumed I assumed Brave Girls was just gonna like silently disband until like last oh, year yeah. we randomly got a single from them. Yep. Yep. Uh, we 100%. ride. Which was really good. It's like a cool, like, um, city pop, like, inspired, yeah. like, pop song. It was really cool. Um, so that was good news, but I honestly didn't expect to hear from them ever again, even after that. Yeah, same. You know? Um, yeah, this year, uh, for whatever reason, um, a particular fan cam of 
of them performing their song Rollin' from 2017, uh, which was actually one of my favorite songs of 2017. So I'm actually really glad that this song in particular blew up. Yeah. Um, It was a fan cam of them performing for the military. And it was just all the guys like going absolutely nuts and insane. Which is what they do. Yes, women. (laughs) 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 Like that's basically the, uh, you know, (laughs) that's basically the the gist of it. Um, Yeah, if you if you've never seen it before, just look up like uh, like Brave Girls uh, Military, and it'll probably show up. Like uh, tons of other groups have had similar reactions, like Sistar and A Pink and. Yeah. yeah, if you watch any Girls Day, if you watch any uh, girl group performing for the Korean military, then you've probably seen them all because basically yep. it's just like they just go overboard in yeah. terms of screaming <laughs> and like freaking out for like yeah. For whatever Appar- reason. Apparently, the reason it's like this is because when you're in the military, you literally have zero contact with women for like two years straight. <laughs> yeah, that makes and, sense. Like. uh so yeah it's just kind of crazy so like that on top of like the only thing they really get to watch on tv is like mnet so they just watch it, yeah, K-pop yeah. videos they, they that's yeah that's the thing is like they watch the music shows yeah. so like that's like their whole entertainment like, <laughs> entertainment is yeah k-pop yep so yeah when when girl groups like come to like perform the bass at the bass and stuff they like go absolutely nuts so yeah you can uh you can find pretty easily like fan cams and stuff of that but anyway a, yep. a, a fan cam or it wasn't even a fan cam it was just a video of it was a just performance a video of yeah uh of them performing uh went viral in particular it was like an edit of people like uh just showing like youtube comments like on the original fan cam like that's mm-hmm. the actual video that went viral and right. uh yeah, with that, after that, people started just, like, streaming and rolling like crazy, and as of now, it's gotten a, like, just an all-kill. Like, it's number one got on a, all charts. They got a perfect all-kill. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, like, very few groups have done that. Like, ever, um, yeah. Which is ever. crazy. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, the fact that Brave Girls is one of them is uh, yeah, not with something the, with any the song, of us would have ever so- predicted. Yeah, with a song from four years ago. Or with the song from, yeah. Yeah, if, if, if any of us said that Roland would blow up in our predictions i think everyone else would have just laughed laughed them off the show yeah (laughs) yeah like i it's crazy like i i think it's crazier than up and down because it's so long after yeah like Like, up and down was less than a year the group and like exid was they were a middling group but like brave girls was basically gonna disband like we said like they They've gone through a bunch of member changes. They basically rebooted in 2016 with Deep End, yep, um, which is how I found them. <laughs> like, I don't know anything about old Brave Girls. We were saying this in Discord a little bit earlier today, but like, I don't yeah, know anything the- about that group. But like, I really love Deep End. Like, yeah, like, like, I, I, I was just gonna say they like completely replaced their entire lineup at this. Yeah, point. yeah, because yeah, the only members like- that are left are the new ones that they added. Right. Yep. Exactly. So, like, they lost some members and added a bunch of new members in 2016 yep. with Deep End, and then they've since lost the members that were there before. Yep. Um. So yeah, at this point, it's a completely different group. Um. The ship of Theseus, as yep. we want to meme it. Yep. <laughs> um. As Baron said. Um. But yeah, we. Uh, so yeah, I love Deep and I so that's how I found Brave Girls and I listened to that song a bunch in high heels and this this was when those songs came out in twenty sixteen. Yep. So then yeah, Roland came out in twenty seventeen and I remember we talked about it on the show, we really liked it. Yep. Um obviously Jacob said it's one of his favorite songs that year. I, I listened to it a ton. Um and then we just got nothing for two years, three years. Yep. And so we just kind of assumed they were gone. There was a sorry, there was a like New tropical version. house version of Roland, yeah, like the I, next I don't year really like or whatever. It, so I'm glad that's not the one that blew so, up. So like, yeah. So that like came out the next year in 2018, I think, and yeah. then we didn't hear anything until 2020 when they put out a song after we assumed they were gone, and that song didn't do well. Like Jacob said, it's a good song, but it yeah. also and didn't do just well. Didn't notice it. I I think it's actually charting now though, which is which <laughs> oh, is good. it probably. I'm sure all their stuff's charting, or at yeah. least all their newer stuff yeah like, um i i started paying attention to brave girls around like high heels so like those are the yeah, main same. songs that i listen to but um 
Yeah, like yeah. I haven't even listened to their old stuff. Like I just listened to High Heels and Rolling Mini Albums. Yep. Like yeah, me too. That's basically. pretty much it. Um, but yeah, so then then this happens. So and they were talking like since after. So this was like January, like late January. They started blowing up and like yeah. it's still going somehow. And halfway into March, like two months later, they're still charting like top of the charts. Like it's crazy Brave how long this is, is the going new on. Uh, is the new pump and dump scheme. Because like even Brave girls to the moon, guys. Even like <laughs> when something goes viral, it doesn't go for this long. Yeah, yeah. Like it's usually viral for a week or two. Maybe it hits the top of the charts and then it drops. But like honestly, this is like I, I crazy. I've, I've heard some people on Discord say like they didn't really like Rolling that much to begin with. But honestly, I just think it's a great song. So I feel like oh, it is. The yeah. reason it's charting for so long is just because people didn't know the song existed. And now they've actually yeah. found it. So and now like, they, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, and then, um, what was I going to say? So, yeah, and they were, they've been doing, like, interviews and stuff and talking about how, like, they basically were disbanding. Like, yep. they had moved out of the dorms. They didn't yeah, expect to I have any I, more, like, schedules. I think what I heard, I again, uh, people correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure they literally, like, had all their shit, like, just packed up and were about to move out. And then this happened. I think... So I think they said two of them had already moved out. Mm, okay. And two of the others were ready to move out. I know Yuna was talking on social media that she was like she wanted to become like a barista, like mm. like a professional, like really like high quality barista. Yeah. And so she was like talking about that was gonna be her career change and she was hoping fans would come visit her mm. um and That's stuff. Cool. So like they were like planning to move on with their lives. Yeah. Like leave the industry because I mean what it was Yeah, I mean it's they're been, they're almost it's been five now. years. Yeah, they're they're my age. Like it's been five years. The group didn't go anywhere. Like they haven't done anything for a couple of years now other than that new song, which didn't really go anywhere. Yep. So yeah, they were, they were ready to move and then this happens and now they had a reverse course and like, they all yeah, moved back in it's, the dorms. They have I, to start doing dance practice. I, I hope and, we at least get like, like an, another like few releases out of them at least. Uh, yeah, um, I, I do too. I'm, I'm hoping I'll, we get a, like, like a few years, like just like release yeah. a couple, like, like three or four or two or three, like mini albums or something. Um, yeah, I guess you know, just uh, make sure to capitalize on the wave, because I feel like mm-hmm. now they've got to at least have somewhat of a a fan base at least, you know. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, and I like, I think it would be crazy. If, like you kind of just assume they have to be working on a new song mm. that's probably similar sounding to Roland, just because why wouldn't you? Yeah, and like, yeah, it's just crazy because like. They're coming back on music shows. They just performed on M Countdown today for the first time. And it was, like, really, really awesome to watch. Like, mm-hmm. honestly, I teared up a little bit just because, like, how happy they looked. Like, yeah. it was just cool to cool to see, like, how how excited they were to be back and, like, how happy they were to, to be back on stage after, like, what they went through. Yeah, I mean, um, and actually, they're, they're even finally able to but, do what they want and, you know, have some... Like, like have recognition for it yeah exactly like because i i always thought like like i i don't think their albums were like super strong but i thought their singles were always like fantastic so yeah i uh which i mean is not super surprising because like brave sound is like their you know whole thing yeah uh, yeah um so yeah i i just i'm really hoping also, that's get... most that's most of k-pop like most yeah. of the b-sides are kind of throwaway yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um but yeah, I just I just hope we get some more like stuff from them. Um Yeah, I I uh so I I have this article up on the screen. It's uh basically like uh Yuk Jung, uh member of the group. She just basically kind of like talking about like her feelings about like how this is like all happened. And uh basically she um yeah, she basically just felt like they, like, you know, they tried their best. They always tried to put their best foot forward and have, like, good music and things like that. But it, it never really, like, pe- people never really noticed them, basically, is what she, like, talks about. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, like, the thing that stuck out of me to me about this, like, this particular article was uh, there's one part where she uh, she talks about, like, um, 
when they released their last song, uh, she said like there was basically like no response to their release, um, mm-hmm. and there was a there was a comment on it that said, uh, um, "Like guys, don't give up." So she like she like screenshotted that, and yeah, she said that's something that really like saved her. that. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I think it's really cool that uh, you know spontaneously they yeah kind of popped off so it's cool right it's actually it's really cool because i think they announced today they're gonna be on running man which is like yeah insanely big like most groups don't get to go on running man like even like especially the most popular i I feel like uh i feel like knowing bros is kind of like overshadowed oh yeah knowing bros is like the newer thing to go on although well and i think nowadays knowing bros doesn't really do idols anymore but yeah um but the other the thing that stood out to me is like even like for no or for running man mm-hmm. y- usually the whole group doesn't go on yeah yeah like it's usually, usually it's like members. the most popular member or yeah. like the only yeah, times like, i so, really can think like of the episodes i've seen where they did the whole group were like big like special event episodes like yeah, yeah had, exactly like, all of snsd on uh when like right. lionheart came out for example and I mean, there there's only four of them now, so like it's yeah. not a huge group to get on the show, but still, like that stood out to me because that just doesn't that's not something that happens to just yeah. every, any random small group. Yeah, I think this will um, be like really good, like super important, like exposure for them. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm yeah. definitely gonna check out that episode. I want to <laughs> see like what the cast like reaction is to them. Like yeah, you know, yeah. Um, so I know Sam mentioned in mod chat she was saying. We should talk about who we think this should happen for next. Yeah. So, did you have any ideas, like who? Um, it's kind of hard. It's kind of hard like... to say because I feel like I feel like most uh like groups I probably would have like came up with would have already like already like disbanded by now. Yeah. Um. So like. Uh, I mean, that could still happen though. Yeah. Like, if, yeah. If. I don't like, know. Like, if, like, like my like, dream group for, for that happening would probably be Rainbow because they were Rainbow, never like huge to say. begin with. And yeah. you know, like if like they're Wu all like, blew up or something, yeah, they, they would probably figure it out because yeah. they're still they're friends all close and everything. To, to each other. Yeah, I think Rainbow would probably be the number one for me. Where like they're yeah. like my favorite like underrated group probably. Yeah, so. it, it it's cheating and it's my joke answer, but. No, 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 we should blow up again. So that it forces forces all the companies to work together to get them back. But no, um, I think this, my real answer would probably do, be... Nate. This is what you got to do. Huh? Is you have to start IOI Entertainment and yeah. without having any of the contracts. And what you do is you funnel all your money into into, into uh, streaming schemes, into schemes to try to make... <laughs> to them viral. Try, yeah. <laughs> It, but like do you can you make a group that was insanely popular viral like nomonomonomu was huge like yeah <laughs> that's why i was saying it was my joke answer yeah um i think for me do like the Girls, group do it for Flixer. <laughs> yeah um for me the real like outside of like ioi branches obviously like Gudan, i would love if they oh they, yeah uh, one of their songs like Actually, became a hit that's a perfect um, or uh, pristine like Perfect answer is Google Don, actually. Yeah. I, for my real answer of, like, a g- group that's still around but never did well would be Laboom. Like, yeah. I, so I would love if Laboom blew up. Funny you say that, actually. There was a... Somebody shared a tweet where... I think it was some, like, Korean analyst. Like, they, they, were, they were saying that... Uh, Journey to Atlantis was gonna be... Was gonna pop off. So, yeah, Journey and to it, it Atlantis... did get onto the chart. Yeah. It but does at like, chart at like number like nine hundred forty two or something like that. It's it's one of those songs that like has this weird thing where Koreans listen to it at a specific like, oh, it's like month busker, or busker. like time. Like yeah, or like uh, the new now the Uju Sonio song that like everyone listens to in January. Yeah, uh, I can't remember the name of which one it is, but so yeah, it's one of those songs. So that's why they mentioned it. Oh, okay, but yeah, I would love if like Journey to Atlantis or like. Hui Hui became like, would be the perfect or Hui Hui, yeah, like Hui Hui. Us. If if that somehow became viral and blew up, like I would love yeah. for Luboom to get the recognition I think they deserve. Yeah, they're they're another like 
underrated group that we we love on this show so that would be really cool i gotta see my girl zn succeed she needs to succeed (laughs) so yeah um yeah it's it's really interesting i'm curious to see from here like how much they capitalize on this like huge success that roland yeah spontaneously became so right. yeah, I, I'm also curious like how that video went viral in the first place because uh I don't know when that video was uploaded, but the original performance was like two years ago. Yeah, twenty nineteen. So it was like while they were yeah. inactive too. Um yeah. I'm wondering if it was like some weird like YouTube algorithm thing where it, like just started showing everybody it and they're recommended and everyone just clicked on it. But yeah. um yeah, I'm, I'm I'm hoping they can pull an EXID and just, you know, get some years out of this and give us some good music. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if they, if we get new music, which I assume we would, like, it'd be crazy if they didn't. Oh. And it, just really, how well is it going to do? Okay, uh, one last thing I, I totally forgot to mention is I found, uh, oh, wait, somebody posted on Discord, actually, is that uh, Min Young from Brave Girls four years ago yeah when when roland when roland came out she said if this tops the charts i will shave my head and eyebrows (laughs) yeah and now she's like begging for mercy yeah she's like guys please just give me a pass just this once yeah because a bunch of people are saying she has to do it now yeah Um. (laughs) i say uh definitely don't do it please you're my bias don't do it so yeah. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they're if they do more music, how it does. Yeah, because there's I, always a chance that like something like this happens, and then nobody sticks around, and yeah. the next song just doesn't do well again. Well, I hope not. When this was first going viral, that's what I was worried about was that like they had basically already split up and they're already doing their own thing. So like, coming yeah, back well, wasn't the, possible. And some of those interviews, they even mentioned that like when they first saw it blowing up, they were kind of just telling themselves like, You're "Don't like, get don't, your hopes yeah. up. Yeah. This 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 happens sometimes, but it's not going to lead to anything." Yeah. But then it's been blowing it's, up for a month and a half now, so they're like, "Okay, yeah. I guess we got to go relearn the choreography, which they fixed, so that they don't kill themselves. Yep. Yuna doesn't have to fall off a chair again. Yeah. Uh, and uh, well, they yeah, actually so. are doing the stools. Did they, they do the stools, but they don't st- they don't stand on them anymore. Oh yeah, okay. So they they stand in front of them on the ground. Yeah. So they don't have to get up on it, and because you know yeah, had yeah. that really bad fall. Yeah. Um, from one of their performances where she fell off the chair. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they they fixed it a bit. They still have the stools, and they still do most of the choreography. But yep. instead of standing on them, they just stand in front of them. So, uh, I don't know about other like idols, but I know like uh like Bomi from A Pink, like she like has her own youtube channel and stuff i i mm-hmm. just before the show i saw a clip where she was like she was like doing the like choreography yeah. and like singing the song it was cool well i know uh i mean i saw sarah just uploaded a reaction to one of the Roland mvs oh nice um right before we started recording and i know like there was a decent i saw a decent number of idols post in their Instagram story, like tagging yeah. them when the, for the performance. So like their friend, obviously they're, they were around, they've been around for a while and they're like older. Yeah. So they're friends with some like the older idols. idols that I follow that have their own Instagrams now and stuff. Yep. And so like, yeah, they were tagging their, their friends and stuff. Yeah. So it's it's really cool good to see. see that they've like actually like penetrated like the public like mind, yeah. I guess. So it's, it's cool. Yep. That's what gives me hope. I'm hoping for, uh, yeah, come back soon. So see what they do. Yep. So, yeah, I guess uh, that's pretty much everything we wanted to cover this week. So, yep. This was a really short episode, actually, I think. But um, yeah, It's like an hour. Yeah. Anyway, I uh, hope you enjoyed the episode. Uh, if you liked it, um, you know, if you're on YouTube, give it a like, comment, subscribe to our channel if you're new. Uh, I was looking at our, um, like audio listener, like, uh, like data and we actually have like a surprising amount of audio listeners. So thank you to you guys who listen every week and, uh, yeah, please leave a review on iTunes. If you listen there, that helps a lot. We love like hearing the feedback as well. And Yeah. yeah. So thanks for listening. Yeah. I think, um, 
check out my I've been doing uh unboxings. Yes. Monthly unboxings. Um they're not, I mean I'm I'm doing them for fun. I do streams, so like come hang out on the stream if you can. Yeah. I do them the two PM Eastern the last Sunday of each month. Um I have a sneak peek of some stuff I'm unboxing unboxing. Yep. Um I'm next of this month where I have I got I paid an exorbitant amount <laughs> of uh secondhand prices for A Pink's uh ten year anniversary merch. And so I got this cushion, pink panda cushion, just like a big pillow. And it's soft and adorable. Cool. This is like the cutest merch I've ever seen, so I had to buy it. And then I got this, which is even more so amazing. <laughs> this is a robe that you put on your panda bong, pink panda light keep stick. Keep it warm. <laughs> and it's got, it's like the cutest fucking thing I've ever seen. I'm curious um, who like came up with that idea. It's just so I'm, I'm, I'm really excited to open that and put it on uh, my A-Pink light stick. And then I also, there is a... A full, like, pillow, like, two foot long. It's basically this, but a two foot long. Yes. They call it a body pillow, but it's not a body pillow because it's not as big. It's not, like, big enough. But, yeah, it's, like, an actual pillow um, with, like, little feet and stuff. That was adorable. I ordered that as well, but it's not coming till April. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I'm... I'm, But uh, usually what I'm doing is just unboxing the albums I bought or whatever merch I get like this. Um, so yeah, come hang out and chat if you're free and want to hang out. Yep. So yeah. Uh, thanks for joining us this week and, uh, check us out in another couple weeks. Well, since we're back on schedule now, cause we missed one week before and then we made up for it last week and now we're here this week. So catch us in two weeks. Two weeks. Fortnite podcast. Fortnite podcast. Yes. So, yep. Catch us in the next fortnight. Stay drippy. Stay throbbingly drippy.